I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Wiles. James the Jasser Stewart. And I'm Mus. And you're listening to Monster Mash. <clears throat> and on this week's episode, we are hunting Tigrex. <laughs> <laughs> A flying wyvern whose primitive origins are obvious. Prone to violence, they display incredible ferocity with their claws, jaws, and developed limbs. They inhabit a wide area, searching for prey, and have even been spotted in regions of harsh cold. A deafening roar, rolling over hill and dale. The weak be in fear, but the strong prevail. On the snowy mountainside, white is drenched with red. When the ancient tyrant hunts, all are filled with dread. Claws, jaws, sure. and developed limbs sound like a good name for a restaurant. Yeah, I'm into that. I mean, developed limbs is the least appealing part of my <laughs> Well, it's just, <laughs> you know, you're not eating any babies, are you? So you have to eat, you know, adult animals. <laughs> yeah, well-developed limbs. Well-developed. I'm sure I said this last time, but I just... I keep thinking it's a brute wyvern, not a flying wyvern. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're one of the pseudo flying wyverns that don't actually fly. You know? It's probably because of the brute tigrex subspecies, right? Like that's yeah. probably where my yeah. brain's making that connection. Well, it because like tigrex, Barioth and Nagakuga feel like a separate thing from yeah Rathalos, Barioth, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But they're they're all just lumped in as flying wyverns, so we have to sort of mentally make our own distinction between flying wyverns and pseudo-flying wyverns. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah, actually having a subspecies called Brute Tigrex probably doesn't help. It <laughs> doesn't help with that matter, no, no. Um, Tigrex was the first of those kind of pseudo-flying wyverns, right? If I remember rightly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the flagship monster of... Was it Portable Second? Or the first one? Was, was it not just two? Yeah, freedom two. No, it's not two. No. It's because two is... Um, it's one of the freedom Kishala. games. Kishala, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Kishala. Uh, basically, he was deliberately designed to be the opposite of Kushala. Kushala was, like, a very complicated monster with, like, he's metal, he sheds his skin, he's got wind powers, it's an elder dragon, blah, blah, blah. Now, okay, for Tigrex, let's see how cool we can make a monster with just the very simple idea of it is a big, strong dinosaur that charges at you. It does have, I think, out of any monster in the game, the most, like, dinosaur-like head. An appearance in that regard. It's, 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 like, it's the name. T Rex head, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah name yeah. as well. Tigrex. Like. T Rex, yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Well, it's, yeah, it's like, it's how simple, how much more simple can you get than Tiger slash T Rex? So, what's, what's your take on the fight with Tigrex then? Like, where does it rank 
in your estimations? I really like it. Um, it's probably like top five for me. Wow. Um, I think but big. <laughs> I have not given that much thought. I do not hold me to that. But <laughs> there you, you heard um, it here across, first. Top five. Across this this one and the one we're gonna do next, like I'm realizing that I just really like the monsters that don't really have an element and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it's the same I'm the same with like action movies, monster movies, anything. I'm not that interested in seeing things far away from each other shoot beams. I want to see stuff, you know, smacking each other and biting each other and using claws and tails and, mm-hmm. you know, that's why a, a Wolverine fight scene is ten times more interesting than a Cyclops fight scene. And, like, Dragon Ball isn't that exciting when they're just doing Kamehamehas. It's when they get up close. Well, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You're seeing well-animated Kung Fu, right? That's where it's at. To be fair, I do prefer, like, OG Dragon Ball <laughs> as yeah. opposed to Z. Well, that's, like, the... you, you back down very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was a bet! <laughs> He knew he wasn't being to it himself, so yeah. <laughs> I'm with you there, though. Like, I do think the this game is like Monster Hunter as a series is at its best with these kind of style of fights that like, we spoke about. Like Larga Kuga, obviously, has been a mm. probably one of the best fights in the series as as that regard because it is there's no frills really. It's just you, the monster. He's on the ground. You know, he's charging at you. He's he doesn't have any real bullshit um, sort of elements or, or, or ranged attacks, really. He just wants to fuck you up. It's a duel in that regard. And the kind of purity of that fight makes it really shine through. So I'm with you there. I, I do agree with that. I think you do need both, though. Uh, yeah, a whole game with that wouldn't be great, would it? But I, I do think the best fights in this game are this style of fight, if you but- get me. Perhaps the reason they feel like the best is because they're so they're just such a different feeling than fighting, you know, like a Rathalos or something that just uses shoots lightning at you or mm. ice beams. It's like uh, when you're playing, uh, like a, when you're having a four-player Smash game, and it gets down to two people, and suddenly it's a different game. Mm-hmm. It's like it was a party game, now it's a fighting game. Yeah, it's the same here. It's like okay, so I've been dodging laser beams and you know rolling away from fire now i've just got to concentrate on this thing that is coming at me and i guess it gets the adrenaline pumping a bit in a different way and i think tiger x exemplifies that quite nicely as you said like he just wants to be in your face constantly he doesn't even have like the nagakuga sort of where nagakuga will sometimes hop back and maybe chuck some barbs at you um or try and position itself to get that well he has the rocks I guess, yeah, he does. He does. I forgot about that. Digs but... his claw into the ground and like slams yeah. the rocks at you. But like, it's it is it's, it's kind of as a ranged attack, but it's still different enough. I, I feel from like what Nagakuga does with these barbs. The fact that it is just throwing rocks shows that it's an afterthought, right? That he's meant to be a close range monster. Like, oh, I guess we need mm-hmm. to give him a short range move at this point I... in his battle, so he'll just throw some rocks. Fuck it. Do I like think it when I've he does that in snow him. in a snow area when he does the rock move in snow area it will give you snow blight ice blight yeah no, that, yeah that rings a bell I, I only ever see him do that move though when you run away whereas Nagakuga I feel will you know hop back and do mm. that move itself yeah, yeah. it's like a defensive move. move yeah yeah whereas with Tigrex he's like alright okay you keep running away from me I'm not going to keep char- chasing after you incessantly have some fucking rocks you coward that's kind of his whole, whole shtick 
Because other than that, he will just, just charge at you non- non-stop. Generally, it zips around and whizzes around a lot more anyway. Mm. It's like, kind of... Tigrex is fighting like a barbarian. Whereas Nagakugu is meant to be like fighting like a zippy ninja, right? Yeah. And that's obviously reflected in their armor, where Tigrex is just spikes and hides like strapped to your body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Nagakugu is basically a ninja outfit. And the way it kind of careens towards you, like with 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 just total recklessness, mm. as well. Um, I think that's a really cool move. Like when it when it does that a few times in a row, and that you can see it using its its forearms to to kind of maneuver itself and you know turn back around to get another another charge at you. Very much like a bull in that mm. regard. Yeah, it's always um, memorable, like the the charge move. Because like even when like in later games of that when like they start doing it with other monsters you're like oh it's trying to be a Tigrex yes yeah but I think that the Tigrex as well is just so he does so much damage with it he can just absolutely destroy you by just legging it at you like there's there's very few that I think are quite as damaging in that regard again perhaps only the monster we're going to talk about next yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, when we recorded last time Jay made the point that, like, in a more typical video game, if Tigrex was a box, a boss, the way you'd beat it would be you dodge and he hits a wall or whatever, something like that. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of do that to Tigrex. I think Jas was saying that some of his bite attacks, he can get himself lodged in walls and things. Yeah. And particularly in the the more the more recent games, you can move a lot better, and it does feel that that does give you an advantage against Tigrex because a big part of his fight is dodge out of the way. Wait until he ties himself out and zip in, get a few hits in, zip away again. Matador style fighting. I suppose it's a part of the reason he's got that big, big old long tail, right? Because you charge, you, you you dodge his frontal attack, and you want to get some attacks in on him on the rear end. And obviously, the tail's such a big target on him. Um, you don't really want you don't really want to be as. Uh, at his front, because even if you are in his face, he might just do a big old roar. Because um, correct me if I'm wrong, and there's probably like some late game monsters that aren't that do this. But is he like one of the only monsters that actually damages you with his roar? I think so. Is anyone I can think of? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember anyone else doing it. It's, it definitely seems like his thing. Hmm. Um, he, and he's also, I think, in most games, he's like the first monster you beat, who can who you meet, sorry, who can roar through high grade ear, um, through standard earplugs. You need to get the high grade. Yes, yeah, that, that makes sense. Roaring is a big part of his shtick, which again makes sense because he's a tiger T Rex, so mm-hmm. he roars real loud. And, and again, <laughs> roaring is also an aspect that for, for, the, for the monster we'll chat about next week. <laughs> some weird parallels here between two of them that we're realising the game puts them real close together so yeah, but yeah. they're also the two with the most dinosaur like heads <laughs> His head's interesting, isn't it, Tigrex? Because I reckon if you were a dinosaur or a dragon, <laughs> it would give you a real sense of uh, that uncanny valley. Because like he's got a real dinosaur-looking head, but then those little, um, I don't know, dragon-like ears he's got. 
makes him look like a bit of a hybrid to me. Sometimes I think he looks like he's got a dragon's head, and sometimes I think that's a proper dinosaur head. Yeah, in in gameplay, he basically just looks like a dinosaur. But somehow, in all the promotional art and the stills and the renders, they seem to pose it to really, like, emphasize the sort of the ridges, so they almost look like horns. Um, I made... I went on about this last time we recorded about Tigrex, like, five years ago. Because of that, I always think he looks a bit like Greymon. From Digimon. Because, you know, he has slightly different coloured head, big horns, and then tiger stripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say the coloration's definitely a big, big aspect of that, right? I suppose in, you're talking about, like, in gameplay, he, um he looks more like a dinosaur. Um, that may be part, partly because in gameplay he's mostly like head-on <laughs> charging at you. Yeah, that's true. You're not getting much chance to like slowly admire him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you shouldn't. I mean, <laughs> you, you can try. We've got a camera in the game for a reason, Lacey boy. He does kind well, of I... move like how a dragon would move if dragons were actually real, though, right? Because dragons couldn't fly, but they could potentially have a big leapy pseudo glide. Mm. Not that he really glides, but, you know, he's got those kind of pseudo wings. So well, kind of... so much so, um, when the first, like, test footage for the Monster Hunter movie came out, they'd animated the Rathalos like a Tigrex. Yeah. Uh, so it was like it was walking on its wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, that, people was, is... It wasn't like it was just like the the effects house who wanted the gig, and I, th- I think they are the team who ended up doing the effects. But yeah, they, it was just a footage of a Rathalos fighting a Gormagala in like a shop. Yes, and, and and the city. Yes, I was going to ask if that was the footage. Yeah. yeah, but then the Rathalos. Yeah, its animations are way more like a Tigrex, because like Mas says, that is kind mm. of a more natural way for it to move rather than walking around like a chicken the way Rathalos does whenever it's on the floor. <laughs> Why are we still here? Just to suffer. Every night, I can feel my leg and my arm, even my fingers. The body I've lost. The comrades I've lost won't stop hurting. It's like they're all still there. I'm gonna make him give back our past. So we did speak about this earlier on in the cast, but Tyrex does have some pretty interesting subspecies, I would say, compared to your usual subspecies variants. If you want to go through them, look. That was your. Um, I was pulling up the web page because I hadn't done it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say it's got some pretty interesting ones. I mean, the, the main interesting one is Melton, right? Like, I quite like Melton. He's a big yeah, Melton's like a good. Uh, that's probably the best variant of Tigrex. I was here completely forgot about that before you mentioned it there. Yeah, but the I'm, not, I'm not particularly excited by Brute by any means. I think yeah, I like the whole nature of like Melton because like he he takes a while to kind of get going. He's like slow, and then the more damage you do, the quicker he gets. Yeah. So Brute Tigrex is kind of like. Um, Raging Brachydios or whatever, right? He's just always in his rage mode. Mm. Um, is there any more to him than that? I don't think so. I thought there was, but 
now that you said it, I think well, that you roar a bit more like devastating. I'm pretty sure it has like 360. Degree it's coloration's yeah. darker, right? Yeah. Yes, that's the digital difference. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it's not hugely different. And yeah, then Molten I think Tigrex. maybe Molten's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big red one who's like yeah, Molten's burning up. Like such, such a good Tigrex. He's not around very often, though, is he? I think that's a bit of a shame. Is he, I think he's only been is he in four. Only in four? Yeah. yeah. Just in four, yeah. Four needs a Which is a shame, like you badly. said, because he's pretty cool. Yeah, because in four, he's in his own special arena. Like, well, I say his own special one. It's the, the one they just have the one area where you don't leave. Um, yeah, the yeah, tower. He's definitely made that yeah. special, like, special kind of boss monster style. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, the sort of red colour they've given him just, it makes it look like he is like he's so hot he's in pain is sort of the vibe I get from him. And then he leaves like I, I know that blast everywhere. <laughs> is there an Apex Tigrex? Because I was going to say if there's not, then that would be a pretty cool there is, There's not an Apex, but there was a Deviant. So I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Grimclaw. I don't even he's got remember just, that one. He's got big blue claws and wings, so he's kind of like they're a bit more. You bounce off them and they do more damage. I mean, could the they haven't do got like, around to doing an apex of him yet? Or I feel like yeah, yeah I guess, they I guess it'd be something now, like, for for G rank. Definitely. Oh yeah, if they, yeah, if they want to add a few more apexes in the ultimate, then yeah, I guess. Was he only in double cross or was he in cross? I think he was in Cross because we talk about him in our initial episode, which predates him across. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But anyway, this is all just this is all just the starter, boys. Let's get to the main course. In Monster Hunter Explore, they have the Evangelion Tigrex. Oh, sorry, (laughs) I I, I take it all back. I take it all back. (laughs) Does he hit you with crippling existential despair? (laughs) Probably. He looks pretty fucking sick. He looks like Asuka's Eva. That's cool. He's got like a big growth out of his face and multiple glowing eyes and shit. <laughs> what a bizarre crossover. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Eva's, we treat it like it's this really serious holy cow. But like, it crosses over with fucking everything. It doesn't give a shit. <laughs> mm. I've got an Evangelion spoon from a promotion at a restaurant a, little, a couple of years back. It was basically I mean, that I big mean, red that spear, but a spoon. crazy. <laughs> Does the spoon also give you crippling existential despair? I mean, when I realised that I'm eating fast food the fifth time that week, I guess it does, yeah. <laughs> you know, with a spoon. <laughs> you are our favourite customer here. Please have a spoon. <laughs> I thought you were going to. I thought you were doing a, a room bit there. <laughs> You're my favourite customer. I was actually thinking Lonely Island, throw it on the ground. I threw it on I did ground. not think that. I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Never seen the room, but I know pretty much all the quotes from Yeah, the whole script. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Same Z's. Right, are we done? Yeah, we kind of did all the name and stuff already, and he's just a tiger and a dinosaur so I don't yeah. really do much lore shit do I? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm horny. Horny, <laughs> horny, horny. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
go on. <laughs> I'm horny. Horny, 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 sings Andrew Rice. <laughs> He's, he smiles and asks if, we, asks if we thought this song was nice. The rest of the lads shake their heads in dismay. But this is the 40th time Andy has sung that song today. Luke shakes his head and wishes something would just shut Andy's butt. And his wish is granted as a monster catches Andy in its jaws and closes its mouth shut. Luke smiles as he comes face to face with the desert boss. Andy will never sing again, thanks to the legendary Diablos. So join us next week for that one. Zero out of ten, inaccurate, herbivore. What's that? Zero out of ten, inaccurate. Diablos is a herbivore. Uh, um, well, Andy's a vegetable now, so... <laughs> After the accident. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, that, that, that puts the whole thing in the dark light, because he's just sat there, like, dribbling out of the corner of his mouth, going, I'm horny, horny, horny. It's like, did you like my song? And we're into, like, not fucking hope someone kills him. <laughs> Diablo is like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty bleak. Dark. <laughs> Putting him out of his misery. <laughs> pretty bleak. Um, well, until then, where can we be found, Luke? You can find us on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just search Monster Mash Podcast. Make sure you give us a five star rating and a review. Make sure you tell your Monster Hunter loving friends so they listen and then we feel good about ourselves and we keep doing it because we could just fucking stop, you know? Um, and if you really love us, you can give us some money on Patreon by going to podcasty- patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. Um, what can they tweet at Andyman949 this week, Moss? Um, vegetables. Any particular vegetable? vegetable? Any vegetable. Just tweet him any old vegetable you want. Andy's got a lot of opinions about vegetables. Text the number you see on screen now to let us know whether you want Andy to live or die. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Until then, thanks for listening. See ya. Cheerio. Goodbye. I'm Andrew Rice. No, I don't do that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit there. Pleasure to be more on. Yep, it was a bit honest. <laughs> bit shit. Maybe we should reintroduce ourselves to the listeners who just skipped to this bit of the podcast. Somebody think they're Diablos. I'm not fighting this, am I? <laughs> That's next. <laughs> what are you going for? Diablos. <laughs> Great. <laughs> next time. That's next week. <laughs> hey, how exciting. Teasers. You, you do remember what happened last time we got Andy to edit a podcast. Yeah, it's the best podcast I've ever listened to in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Gero's episode was a cry for help and we just all giggled and laughed at it. Yep. I think every episode with me on is a cry for help. <laughs> this whole podcast is a cry for help. 30 and 20 year old men doing a podcast about fucking children's computer game about dinosaurs is one big cry for help. <laughs> <laughs>
Gotta admit, as much as I hate that Akuma skin, it is very true to see Akuma beat up a dragon. So are you on about he beats up Ryu every week? Very good. Excellent. Through dragon? The word Ryu means dragon. Oh, okay. I understand that. That's why Kiryu is the dragon as well. It's five damage on the Kodokis. Dragon the Doja, my baby. I couldn't remember the place, so I didn't want to say it. I'd have got it wrong. <laughs> Not placed. The clan will have you know. Oh, there you go. Family name. Family name. Have you ever played Yakuza again? No, I keep meaning to. You would love him. Oh, there comes a Baz. Yeah, you really do scare the Yakuza, mate. I know, I know. I need to go on to play Kawami. I've played so long ago, I've played Zero. I can't believe you haven't played Kawami yet, yeah, that's, mm. that's sad. Especially because it does it carry on from but it carries on from zero so yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to play other things, so it wasn't back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, cock balls! Did you just jump off the fucking cliff? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to go back for the wire bug, and I just jumped off. <laughs> we should do a Yakuza podcast. <laughs> Got a premise for it, or do we just fucking chat for an hour? Yeah, we'll just do an episode based on each minigame. <laughs> yep. We'll do an episode each... introducing the world to golf. <laughs> each each sub story, actually. <laughs> oh, we should do that. Uh, yeah, so but... the, real, the real deep meaning of this sub story is uh, this guy needs some tissues. Uh, so you have to <laughs> go get some tissues. <laughs> I like Andy's idea, but the premise is that we play complete ignorance that these things exist in the real world. We act like yeah. they just made up golf for the game. <laughs> yeah, weirdly they've got these new little monkey characters. I don't know why they exist, but you can get those from the claw machines. So. Sure hope they make a video game about them someday. And Chasma's in it. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> I've seen so much fucking cynicism towards it, and I'm just like, ah, oh, it's fucking so fucking stupid. Did you see the recent one? They've, they've got, they've got the, um, they've got like Dreamcasts and stuff inside the box. If you're cynical about that shit, you've just got no soul. It's the same creator. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Like... And people share pictures of how he like reinvented his whole personality. To make sense as the creator of Monkey Ball, and then to make sense as the creator of Yakuza. <laughs> I love, I love those pictures. <laughs> he's like this cute little guy who's showing his monkey game, and then he's just sitting on a throne like he thinks he's Pokemon. I've not seen this. <laughs> oh, it's so good! Like he genuinely looks so different from when he was developing Monkey Ball. Like he genuinely, actually changed his his whole look. I love it. Be the game that you make. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kojima just drinks loads of monster air, you know, that's all he does. <laughs> I can imagine Kojima just like taking up a job as a postman now. It's just, yeah, he turns up at your door every morning. Yeah. Hey! Here's your copy of Wario there. What about your daily copy? <laughs> <laughs> like well, it's the newspaper. Every, <laughs> <not> every, day. <laughs> every day he comes around with his copy of Wario. Hideo, please stop, I don't have any more space. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's left me. <laughs> and he's, he, your so wife's left you. Surely he just goes out to CEX every like, week. 
unload your week's coffee. No, because that's his other job, isn't it? And he's he's there at the counter, and he's he says, you should feel ashamed of your your deeds and also your words, whatever it was you said to your wife to make her leave. That's a good premise, isn't it, for a, a good horror film? Hideo Kojima is constantly you giving you of WarioWare delivered and you go to CEX but you're not allowed to trade them in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like Act 1, I guess. Wait, like a horror film called VHS which is obviously about videotapes. Well, in Act 2, you're dejected, aren't you, from the CEX, so you go back home and you've already got like, I don't know, 500 copies of WarioWare in your house. <laughs> And then he's there again with another copy. He's there with another copy. Yeah, but I'd like to think you don't have to like figure out good uses for the copies of WarioWare. So like, you know, you can start building houses and uh, weapons. <laughs> weapons? Maybe that's it. You, you, you need to make some weapons out of the copies of WarioWare to then go and take down Kojima. The tragic part of the film is that you never think to actually play the game. <laughs> yeah, not even once. <laughs> the, 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 the real weapon to surpass Metal Gear was... <laughs> A gun made out of copies of WarioWare all along. <laughs> Good storytelling. And the twist ending is that actually, Kojima was just there to bang your wife every day. And that's why she <laughs> left. <laughs> she didn't mind the copies of WarioWare. The, sure. only, the only cover he could <laughs> was delivering WarioWare. <laughs> That does sound like Kojima, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Good tiger itself, isn't it? I mean, it makes sense because, you know, it's so bizarre you don't question it. But like, Kojima just turned up with, you know, your bills and whatnot. You go, oh, this is my postman. <laughs> hey, Kojima, stay away from my wife. <laughs> like, that's what you do. Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, obviously like here. Yeah, like. I'm gonna screw my wife. <laughs> <laughs> But there's an implicit trust of anyone with a copy of WarioWare. Uh, the idea that like Facebook are going to start carrying it around, like, just so they don't get chased away at the door. <laughs> By overprotected husbands. WarioWare <laughs> 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 smooth news indeed. Mm-hmm. You're going to be WarioWare touched. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation is WarioWare twisted. Yay! I just think this is some WarioWare gold. Right, guys, this WarioWare get it together. Enjoy this Tigrex. Is there another WarioWare game? We are. What? Yeah, I can't remember Wario. Oh, well, while my wife's busy with the mailman, I've got a WarioWare do it yourself! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Ah, there's like mini games. There's like Mega Micro Games Inc, which is, yeah. you know, <laughs> not such a fun word to play with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, guess what I've got in my pants? Something Mega and Micro. 